This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, well, it's a victory Monday, but it's, I guess, a hollow victory, Matt. Yeah, I mean, we knew it was a long shot to get in the get in the tournament. But it was that close. It was so close, <laughs> and boy, Miami Jets was hard to watch. And, I mean, brutal. I was game. watching. I'm watching the Steeler game, and I'm I, I had the Miami uh, Jets game. Yeah. I'm like watching the game cast on, and I'm like, this must just be an awful game to it, watch. What I saw of it was really, really <laughs> bad. I mean, just no running game from the Jets. First downs are hard to come by. Just bad execution. It'd be different if it's really good defense, but I mean, your quarterbacks are not really NFL players yeah. at this point. And the Jets yeah. scored no touchdowns in their last three games. In three games. Three games. And lost what six in a row. Yeah, yeah, brutal. And Miami's going to lose six out of seven if Tua doesn't play. And they're going to not even matter. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't care if Tua does play; they're going right. to get crushed. They're not in a good place at all. No. I mean, neither one of those teams. I'm not making excuses for the Steelers. They should have beat both of them if they want to go, you know. Right. But I mean, that it comes. It was, it was all in front of you. You played those two teams. You lost them both. It just shows you what a like an NFL season. Bill Cowher always used to call it a, a, a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, it right. really is. It really like, is. And and it shows you why head coaches often break the season down into quarters, um, because what happens in the first quarter. Or how a team's playing in the first quarter doesn't necessarily translate to how it's going to be playing in the last quarter. Oh, Steelers are a perfect example. I mean, there's going to be more halves, you know, but yeah. I mean, the first quarter of the season versus the fourth quarter of the season couldn't be any more different. And same with Miami. I mean, Miami was really flying. They banked just enough yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, I, I do believe, though, that the Steelers are a better football team than either one of those two. We yeah, if they, you know, if they right. played them right now. Mm-hmm. They'd be um, favored and should win yeah. that game, yeah. And, and should beat them. Same thing with the Patriots for that matter. Right. I think all three of those teams, the Steelers are the yeah. best of that tier without question. So it does give you, and I wrote this in my in my 10 thoughts, like mm-hmm. this is something, I know Mike Tomlin always says, well, one season doesn't carry over to the next. But I do believe with this uh, young football team like this one, it can. Oh, I do too. I 100% do. Because you're going to bring the, the, the much of it back. A lot of those guys got unbelievable, valuable playing time. Going back to last year, all the rookie snaps those guys got. Um, you're only going to some rosters. You know, not everyone can add are going to be worse. And you know, there's, yeah. you know, I would do not believe this roster will be worse when we see them next. Then it, it, I have a hard time believing that when you've got the, the 17th pick in the draft, yeah. the 32nd pick in the draft, and I believe what the 49th. I think it's 48 or 49. Yeah, like yeah, right in that neighborhood too. So. I mean, that's three premium picks and a lot of cap space and the ability to keep your own if you so choose and you know so no i think this is the building i don't want to say it's the building of something special you know but it's the building of what the next generation and yeah. i think it's a, a very valuable season that way and a successful season and you got to you got to put an exclamation point on it with cleveland cleveland was all in this year right right, right. They, this was their year they were going to do it and you went out there and really kind of dominated them pretty much i mean do you think Deshaun Watson's looking forward to seeing the Steelers on the schedule next year? It's he got a great statement. To if have. anybody needed a massage after a game like that, it was Deshaun. Yeah, well, seven <laughs> sacks, and that doesn't include the Hayward one that got called back. Ten hits. He got hit time and time again. Some picks thrown in there. Um, and I thought he was really difficult to get on the ground, which yeah. is back to the Hayward 
call or whatever. I mean, like, what are you supposed to do to get this guy on the ground? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to put you on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sack you here. Let's stop. Yeah, right, right. But, I mean, he played, looked at some Watson numbers this morning. He played six games. So this wasn't like yeah. he came in for the last game of the season. Like, it should be better than this after six, you know, after five or whatever. So, first of all, he's a $50 million cap hit next year yes. that they are married to. I mean, like, right. that is he's going, not, that's guaranteed. fully guaranteed. $50 million for him, which means he has to be a top-five quarterback to be worth that. And He's the, a lot closer to a bottom-five quarterback right now than a top. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Is of any quarter, if you take all the quarterbacks this year that threw 150 or more passes, worst EPA in the whole league was Flacco. The th- okay. The, okay. But he's 37 years old. That's, you know. Exactly. Third worst in the league was Wilson with the Jets. So it's kind of amazing the Jets won any games <laughs> when they played that many games with those two. But wedged right in between those, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Second worst in the entire league. I mean, and you're paying that, that's $50 million. Yeah. And I didn't think he was horrendous yesterday. I didn't think he was elevating anybody. He won the fifty though. million dollar a year player. Not I mean, have you, that. You know, watch watch what he you know him play and watching Russell Wilson play. Yeah. Right. Every once in a while, you see a throw and you go, "Oh, yeah, that's that guy." I mean, at least Wilson. But more often than not, it was now, yeah, yeah. But still, you're right. I mean, they're a little better than they were at their worst of this year. Yeah. You know, that Houston game was unbelievable for Watson, but now he's going to have less around him. He's going to be more of a cap hit. There's more pressure on him. They fire their defense coordinator already. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just very brown because it's it, you know it's his fault that they went into the season with no defensive tackles, <laughs> right, and lost all their linebackers. Yeah. So you got to blame somebody. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the Browns are in a bad spot. They are in a bad spot. The Steelers uh, winning that game twenty-eight to fourteen probably should have been worse than that. Yeah, it could have been. I right? mean, they. I'm mean, fumbling on the goal line doesn't help. You know. Yeah. Um, but they they definitely had a better play. They had the ineligible downfield again. Uh, on that on that screen, it went for forty five yards. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know really would have. Yeah, I mean that's a know. huge play, absolutely. Um, but they found a way to uh, to win this game. Pickett, I didn't believe played his his best game. In fact, that might no. have might have been one of his worst games. But he made a Maybe. couple of yeah. a couple of big time throws. The, the throw to to Pickens for the the touchdown. Okay, that was pretty wide open. Yeah, I thought the one to Hayward that he made down yeah, the middle. Yeah, very much. Uh, that was was, nice was a big time throw. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and, and so the back you shoulder just, to Pickens on yeah. the sideline again, yeah, converting right. the third downs. They were the number one third down conversion team in the second half of the season, fifty three percent. Oh, I know. I mean, I mean, yeah, brings me to a couple points. That's awesome. And yesterday there was a lot of third and longs. I mean, they weren't third and ones. Right, hand right. Nausea or Pickett just falls through the a gap or whatever. You know? <laughs> and they're good at the short yardage stuff too. And and to me, that's a skill as well. Um, so I think his ability to convert on third and distance is very, very impressive, and he's doing it re- repeatedly. What I don't know is repeatable, though, is they're not going to convert 53% of their third downs next year. Probably you not. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you going to be first in the league again? And they're a little reliant on that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd like to keep that in third and more, much more manageable than that. But or get uh, more first downs on first and second. Now. You're allowed to do that, too. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, Harris ran hard again yesterday. Very. Um, you know, they Violent. got away from it a little bit. The, the, the opening drive, I thought, the, the way they ran through them, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to be a long day for Cleveland. Yeah. I thought they'd have 280 yards on the yeah. ground. And like then they kind of forgot about the running game a little bit, a little you know, bit. from there, you know, after the fumble. They went back to it in the second half and, and it worked. Um, so you got you got he and both Jalen Warren back next year. 
Right, right. Which Whole is line. Yeah, the the entire offensive line. Really, your entire offense is really back. the entire offense is coming back. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody that I think you have to. Like, I was just on the radio with Mark Madden. He's like, so the free agents, who are you prioritizing? I didn't mention anybody on offense. I mean, yeah. sure, I wouldn't mind if Boykins and Cam. I'd like to get Zach Gentry back. But, right, you but know. I can find that, you know I mean? Yeah. You know, so you're bringing back the whole unit. Or, you um, you know, you draft a young, you know, offensive tackle. when he's, he's your it, He's right. your, as to quote Randy Fickner, your nipple rubber. He's your guy that yeah. you bring in as your sixth offense, you know, when mm-hmm. you're going to run the ball. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, they're only going to add to the group, you know. So, and Pickett will be in his second year. I uh, did a Steelers Live today. They're like, you know, what do you think about Pickett? I'm like, well, people don't think about it in this terms. Is from the second he stepped on the practice field for his final year at Pitt until yesterday, he's been busy. And yeah. not all of it is dedicated to being a Steelers great quarterback. Now every second of his day will be bet, will be geared towards that. It's or, funny you or mention that. Motivation, you I know? asked George Pickens that yesterday after the game. I'm mm-hmm. like, you – you essentially went from the spring of two years ago. Right. That's a long stretch. Rehabbing your knee to get ready to play the last couple of games of your college football mm-hmm. season to then getting ready to the show that the, prospect. Yeah, to show that the knee's healthy and, and, and yeah, I can yeah. do I can run, I can jump, I can do all that stuff. To then going right to right to Steelers, you know, mini camps and, and OTAs and all that stuff. He's had no time off. Right. Basically in two years. And I don't know <laughs> I remember exactly what his preseason participation was, but basically playing twenty games. Yeah, which is double what you do in college, basically. I mean, so the rookie wall and the second year jump are very real things because both those guys, as as every rookie in the league is going to do, of course they're going to get some time off, rest your body, but you're not working on your start for your forty times. Right. It really doesn't translate. You're worrying about running routes with Pickett and Pickens. You know right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean those <laughs> right, are, yeah, right. so much of that. Yeah, you're in shape, but you're getting the shape for the combine. So you, much different. You know, I'm walking through uh, through the indoor facility today, and Pitt had some stuff out there. Like they had their their high jump, yeah, the vert, yeah, yeah, their yeah, vert, yeah, yeah, vertical yeah. jump. Uh, you know, whatever those it things really are doesn't called. make you a better football player. No, but they <laughs> but they had the markers vert. out there, so you could jump up and you know, sure, t- t- start working on that stuff. Absolutely. I'm like, it doesn't make you, a, yeah, like to your point, it doesn't make you a good football player. I was no. talk, talking with that's somebody. What those guys would do for four months. Yeah, three months. And I thought I thought Mike Tomlin uh, put it well today. That you know, if you're and you know you're a guy that was an undrafted rookie and you you know played, you know, 200 snaps this year, mm-hmm. you're probably getting back at it pretty quickly. Right. If you played a thousand snaps this year, played 20 games as opposed to yeah, 10 or whatever. You're right. probably t- taking a, a different tactic into this uh, yeah. off season. And, and th- these guys also will have individual trainers that'll specifically know their bodies better yeah. than they ever did. You'll hire a, right. you'll hire somebody to, you know, it'll probably have a quarterback, a coach. chef. A lot of those guys yeah. do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So no, I expect the offense to take strides next year. I mean, of course things could go wrong. You could get hit by injuries, pick it falls on his face. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed in this league, but there's a lot to build off. And the beauty of it is you now have a season's worth of tape you know, last year at this time, Kenny Pickett's going. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play in the NFL. I know. Right. I know that. At this point, right. Yeah, I know that I'm gonna do that. But where am I gonna be? Mm-hmm. What kind of offense is it? How am I going to adjust to the pro game? Well, now all that stuff is. I've been there. I've done yeah. it. Yeah. Coach says if you've been in stadiums, you've played yeah. meaningful games. You know, you've handled an NFL football. It's different. I mean, all these type of things. You know what the you know what's asked of you now. Right. You yeah. have a much better idea as opposed to the complete unknown. And you can be example, as confident as you want, but you don't know. I mean, think about Pickett before buy and after buy. He had one interception since the buy. It's and amazing. Had a ton before, not all were his fault, but he had a ton before. 
So as opposed to having two weeks, now you get a whole off season. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. he made strides the last time they gave him a break. I expect more in the off season. I thought one of the other interesting things, you know, that Mike Tomlin said there, were, there were several, sure. uh, but he was asked specifically if the Steelers um, played offensively down the stretch the way they did conservatively because that, you know, why, you know, why was that the case? He said they gave us the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Kenny Pickett's numbers this year. They're not overwhelming. They're not overwhelming. Absolutely not. But the the number that is overwhelming, or at least should be, is seven and five. Yeah, yeah. I I cited you on this. I did a podcast this this morning just going, if you told whoever picks first overall next year or the Texans at two or when the Colts took Luck or when the Jags took Lawrence – that you're going to win more games with this guy in his rookie year than you're going to lose as your starter. Now, it doesn't have to be Ben. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's... that's an extreme, folks. <laughs> I mean, we're not, it's not like, oh, it wasn't as good as Ben. Well, no, it wasn't. But everyone would take that. Yeah. Look I at mean, Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. The Lawrence, number one, one overall guys, pick in right. the draft. He had 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions as a rookie. Yeah, they had right, the number right. one overall pick again, again because again, of it, right? And, and he, you know, they're in the playoffs this year, right? I mean, I, I might do a study over the off season when things get slow. Like the last ten years, what are the average record of first round quarterbacks? Oh, I bet it's not good. It's not close to five hundred. No, it definitely isn't. Yeah, it, it most definitely isn't. So you, so you know, you you scaled the, you played a certain style. Yeah, and Pickett didn't get to put up a bunch of numbers, right? But you won. But you won. I mean, the the job here is how how do I give my team the best chance to win? And there was a formula, and they found that formula. Now this wasn't this wasn't you know coaching with the you know Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, right? They were still asking, way that yeah, your quarterback. Can they play. were still asking him to do some stuff, mm-hmm. but he did that, yeah. and you know you won games. And I think to take the next step, that's maybe the biggest thing this team needs to do is, well, how can I add explosiveness to that? You know, you, you, I love the third down conversions. I love the long drives. I love the, you know, the running game that they've established. It's just hard to win that in the league like that, yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, the Najee fumble is a perfect example. Is That was an 11 or 12 play drive, and one play screwed you up after beautiful right. stuff, you know, and it's unlikely that Harris fumbles often. He's not a fumbler, but... That was really the first fumble of his career. Of his career, really. Yeah, because yeah, he had one earlier in the season, but that was when they were flipping the ball around yeah, trying, yeah, against yeah. against the Browns, both against, right, right. against the Browns. But that was really the first true time he has fumbled. And that's, you know, when people talk about, well, he's not explosive, he's not this, he's not that. He's durable, and he doesn't fumble. He's physical. I forget what yeah. word Wolf used today. It was a good one, though. But violent was one of them, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's not the perfect back. I mean, no one's going to say he is. But what he brings, you can play to those strengths. And yeah. it, it affects the game a great deal without question. But long, sustained drives are hard. You know? They You're are. Not There's hit no doubt. You're not going to 53% on third down for the next five years. You know, I mean, it's hard. But that that's the one step I think you look and, and you say, okay, can he can he take that next step? I, it's, somebody tweeted out that, you know, four of the Steelers' top five passing plays this season were by Mitch Trubisky. They were playing a little differently mm-hmm. back then. They didn't ask Kenny Pickett to make a lot of those downfield throws. Yeah, I, I don't have a that stat to me doesn't carry a lot of weight. You yeah, know? I mean, I don't think Pickett's a bad deep passer. Yeah, watch um, your you know look at the game and your you know your 
view the game through your own eyes, not mm-hmm. through just the stats. Yeah, and to be honest, give Mitch some credit. He's not bad. No, no, <laughs> he know, made some plays, but yeah. you you don't want those to be, you know, mm-hmm. he'll also th- turn the ball over a little you know, bit in those the situations. The three-interception game is also his, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, right, so you, you got to take you know, how it's being coached to you as well. As you mentioned, the uh, the Browns firing uh, their defensive coordinator uh, following the, the loss to the Steelers, and uh, they also uh, have requested and have received a, uh, approval mm-hmm. to speak to Brian Flores about that. People asking questions about that know the Steelers would not receive compensation if he's hired there. But I, I think it's going to be Jim Schwartz. Mm, okay. I, all I heard was they were they asked to talk to Flores, and it was yeah. granted. I didn't know that they were leaning in one direction or the other. I mean, he certainly could be a D.C. candidate. I mean, he's overqualified for what the Steelers are paying, paying him to do. I was almost sure about that, but I wasn't certain. Coordinators don't get you a pick back. Right. right. If, if if you're Brian Flores, do you want to just take the first defensive coordinator job that you can? No. I don't. And I don't want to go to be super attractive, and I don't either. know that I want to go to Cleveland. I don't know Stefanski. Stefanski's got to win next year. I thought he's done. Would be warm this year, and the fact that they only did the DC means he's probably safe. Well, I think they know? looked at it and said, "Well, we didn't have Watson for eleven games." Well, next year that that excuse is out the window. No, all the excuses. You are better done. win next year, right? And I don't know that they're set up to do that. Whereas I feel much better about the Steelers moving forward than I do the Browns. Yeah, especially on defense. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Watson could turn into a star. Who knows? But. If I'm going to be involved with one of the two defenses, I'll stick around Pittsburgh as opposed to taking the D.C. job in Cleveland and have Coach Tomlin make calls for me a year from now, you know, yeah. as if he doesn't know enough people anyway. But still, that's that's favorable, too. Yeah, so. that doesn't mean there won't be another situation no, there, that he should be hired, arises. But he's, he's worthy of it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't know that, uh, that Cleveland is automatic. Well, he's why, why would you give him permission to interview in Cleveland? Let him go interview. I think you always Cle- get again. Permission. Cleveland might be looking for a head coach after next season. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think there's a very good chance of it. You know, hey, right. remember we had that conversation last year, and mm-hmm. you liked you me. You were very but, impressive, yeah. and you know, right? No, I, I know there's mixed feelings on this too, but I would never tell an assistant they can't go interview somewhere else if it's an if it's an upgrade. No, I would talk to the guy about it, and, and I would probably lay it out just like that. Like sure. You know, this is you wish for. Pr- probably not the best job. Uh, you know, you know Romeo Cornell. You know mm-hmm. Eric Mangini and some of the other guys that have they've cycled through up in Cleveland. Not for long, right? Yeah, this is kind of like the Houston job right now. Who's who's Houston getting now? Right. You fired two coaches who probably did better than anybody expected without in, any talent in right? that job with no talent, and then you fired them both after the at the end right. of the season. Like, like oh, my next. Like, yeah, what, what, I understand there are only thirty two of those jobs. Sure, but but. What what's the alluring about this? I yeah, mean, did Cauley deserve to get fired? I mean, no, of course not. I mean, I don't, I don't think, think Lovey Smith. Did. Right. You know, right. they played hard all season long. They mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they overachieved, especially at the end. Yeah, won yeah. some games in the stretch. They got better as the season went on, and then you fire the guy. Yeah, right, right, right. I so. mean, the NFL's messed up that way in a lot of ways. You know, it's hard to sustain yeah. excellence when there's so much turnover. But we'll see a lot of that today, probably. It is hard to sustain excellence. It you know when when the rules are set up against you to do so. Um, man, I want to talk to you in the next segment here. All right. Uh, of course, the Steelers win to get to nine and eight, nineteen consecutive seasons for Mike Tomlin with with a non losing record. And I hear people, you know, complaining about that. Yeah, but the standards are standard, and they, they're not win- winning playoff games. This is a rebuilding year. I, I 100 percent. Anybody, you know, they never said it. Right. 
but they don't it's use obviously that word. you There's lost your franchise quarterback and you drafted one in the first round. Right, and even further examples where they knew that a year ago that this was going to be a rebuilding year. That's why they played all those rookies a year ago. That's why they've made all these cap moves to free themselves up for when it's time to go buy stuff. You can, you know, right. like it's not a coincidence that the end of the Roethlisberger era was also tough cap times preparing for this. Preparing for this. <laughs> right. So we'll talk about that when we All come right. back. You can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. 